Hello, everybody. Tom Webster here for Night Chef Cops Podcast. I uh, want to start off this episode by saying sorry for the delays. It's just been a very, very hectic time. Uh, a lot of personal stuff going on and uh, <laughs> work. So, and also, I, I know you probably realize that I sound tired every time I do a podcast. It's because I usually do them when I get up. I usually think of a good uh, episode to do or I've had an episode on my mind that I want to get pumped out. So I, uh, for some reason, wake up and want to do them right then. I don't know. That's strange. So anyway, I, uh, along with you, probably uh, realize that the warm weather's here and that a lot of things need to get done in your personal life. And we have a lot of training that we have to do, you know, in, because of the warm weather. So we do like EVOC and stuff like that. That's outside activities, shooting. So that brings up today's episode, uh, duty weapons, and how proficient are you with those, how familiar are you with those, and how often do you practice and or use those. So I want to—I definitely want to start off by saying I'm absolutely no gun expert whatsoever. I've, I am very proficient on what I'm taught to be proficient with. Um, I do, <clears throat> sorry, I do go to the range and shoot as much as I can. Uh, I've had departments that have purchased time at an indoor range, which was phenomenal, and uh, allow us to use a certain amount of hours per person or just use hours to go. That is that is spectacular. I mean, if you have a department that will do that for you, if you have your own <coughs> department with a range, that is, that's no excuse but your own not to be proficient with that weapon or weapons. So... I realize uh, most of us have to shoot in the backyard or wherever we shoot. So, but but the the whole premise is you need to shoot. You need to be proficient with your weapon. This is a psychomotor skill that is not used very much in real life. I mean, sometimes it is. It depends on where you live. But there are small communities and small departments that don't. They've had officers that retired that have never shot their gun. Lots of guys have never had them out. Um, I am not in that boat. I've had mine out lots of times, but I've never shot anybody. I've, I've worked with officers that have, I've been at other departments and went to lots of training when they talk about <clears throat> the police shootings and, you know, the officers getting shot or shooting back. And it's, it's not, doesn't sound fun at all. Um, obviously we, we have to protect ourselves and we're going to go home at the end of the day. And if that's what it means, that's what it means. And then we're going to have to deal with those demons once, once it happens. But that's why we're cops. That's why we're a special breed. We're a weird person. So that's uh, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I, would, I would hope that you could go through your career and never use your weapon, but that's not what we think. Uh, it's always there for, if we need it, and we need to be proficient with it to go home. So how much training does your department do for you? How much do they allow you to have? Some departments do once a year. That's it. Some departments um, might have a class. Some departments might um, go over the weapons with you one time and then you never get anything again unless you do it yourself. So a lot of this depends on you. And you need to be as much proficient with that weapon as you can. I realize that you can't go teach yourself how to shoot. You can't teach yourself that the, the problems you're having if you're jerking or, or limp wristing or anything like that. You, <clears throat> you can't teach yourself how to fix that. So 
it's always good to have somebody on your department who's very proficient with weapons or the firearms instructor to ask them for more more shoot time with them alone one-on-one maybe or can we have another class or when's another class coming up or hey i, I shot this rifle I, i'm not real comfortable with it can we recite it or whatever whatever it needs or it's you uh, there's things you may be doing rushing uh, things you may be doing that's that's not um, you don't know what you're doing you don't know what you're doing it uh, a lot of things happen when you shoot a gun and that's in a low stress situation so imagine what's going to happen when something does happen and you pull your weapon and you're mag dumping for no reason uh, again <clears throat> tons of videos on all this and again I, I'm, I'm not speaking from experience I'm, I'm just telling you what I see that officers do that we all can do to prevent and I do I, I, I go to the range as much as I can if, if I'm having an issue and I don't know what it is, I, I ask to, to get help for this. And, and I've been through a lot of classes, um, uh, more so for precision. Uh, my department put on a precision class and everybody in the original beginning thought it was so boring. This is so stupid. Why are we doing this? But you're just honing in what you, what you can do already. And it just makes you better uh, in the long run. So by the end of class, we were all shooting you know the same hole which is if you ever tried that it's nearly impossible to shoot that same hole uh, especially at the beginning we were terrible but eventually through hours of shooting we all managed to shoot uh, the same hole which uh, again the instructor had us all line up uh, first person to make it the rest of them have to shoot it in there uh, first time i did it i didn't even think i hit the paper i couldn't believe it but um so also this is this varies by weapons you may have a you may be on SWAT team you may have a specialized weapon you have a shotgun you may have a pistol you may have a rifle you may have a combination of anything uh less lethal uh, grenade launcher you I, I don't know what you have access to but again um, you you need to be as proficient as you can with each one i know departments uh, ours especially have uh, talked about ammo shortages or the cost of ammo and that's that is a big issue the uh, by all means if you if you want to go out and purchase your own ammo you can i have there's been times where uh for christmas i asked for ammo that's a pretty easy way to try to get some you know for, without having to pay for it your family can buy you some or you can get some gifted to you that's fabulous anybody that you know that shoots that doesn't you know, they got rid of a gun or <clears throat> they want to uh, give you some ammo or give the department ammo. That's great. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. I, and I, all departments are going through it. You know, shortages on everything. You know, vehicle cost. You can't get any vehicles now, so we're doing repair costs. Repair cost comes up from a different budget. So it just, it's just trickles down to everything. But, again, don't let that, you know, stop you from at least – uh, doing some muscle memory techniques and, you know, drawing your weapon or even go into the range of dry fire and dry fire and then, you know, live fire sub. But uh, those all things, all those things can make you more proficient and it's, it's versus doing nothing, doing nothing until the day something happens and then you, you know, freeze up. Or like I said, you, you do a mag dump when you're just trying to pull the trigger and it happens again, bazillion videos. So, I don't know if you have access to an indoor range. They're very, very nice to have. 
Uh, also, uh, you might ask them about discounts. If you go to a range indoor and ask them about discounts or how often you could come, um, if they have a department discount where your department can maybe pay for some time up front, um, you know, ask for maybe the firearms instructor to call and see if they can, you know, pull, have a little pull and, you know, I'm sure they know who they are. So they would probably be a better alternative. Um, I, it's just a very important thing to do with your, with your weapons. And and I, I'm in the same with the car or fighting. You know, if you, if you never, you know, firearms is, we don't really, we put, we draw our weapon. We don't shoot. When we fight, we fight people. We don't fight paper targets. So when you go to practice or jujitsu or, uh, keto or whatever you do, um, Muay Thai, I mean, you're, you're striking, you can strike bags, but most of the time MMA, we fight, you know, we ground fight, we, we grapple with other people, we roll. That is absolutely the best thing you can do to keep yourself in shape, to keep yourself going, keep yourself motivated, motivated. And, and that is a, a one-on-one with another guy, same with the car. You don't get in a, you don't get in a chair and just pretend you're driving around. You get in your car and you drive around. You go to the Evo rent, Evo track, you, you drive the car. So you've got to be just as proficient. You can drive there and get there, but if you can't shoot, then I mean, you're kind of hindering yourself. So you, you got to be able to do all these things and be proficient in all these things. Now, granted, again, I'm not, I'm not a gun expert. I don't profess to be, I did shoot expert in the, in the academy, in the, in the, the place I went, but that doesn't mean I'm the best shooter. It really doesn't. So it, it all comes down to when shit hits the fan, what, what's going to happen, you know, especially in a gunfight. Uh, I follow a guy named Donut Operator. If you've never seen his videos, he is a ex-police officer who reviews videos from the police side of things. He Now, he is critical. He, he, will, he will critique officers just as much as I would. Um, you know, to tell you the truth, he, he, he says, look, look this officer did the, the, the wrong thing or the poor thing. Or in my opinion, he did the wrong thing. You know, what's right and wrong is it's not up for us. It's up for a jury and judge. So, but, you know, is that something we, we would do? Is that something I would do? And he does a lot of police shootings. And he gives his take on the police shootings. And, and you can see tons of police interactions on his uh, side. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. Uh, I've, I've seen some stuff before. Never responded. But I'm telling you guys, Donut Operator is a good one to look at. He's really a good person to follow YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he has an Instagram. I don't know. I haven't gotten into all that yet because I, you know, you know how I feel about social media. I'm not a big social media fan. So, um, again, uh, you've got to be with your weapon, uh, weapons you have access with. You are not doing yourself any good by just letting them set and get rusted. You only get them out when the department wants you to shoot them, and then you're done. I'm done. I don't want to mess with it. Um, you know that's 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 not good. You know it's, that complacency is going to get you in trouble or someone else in trouble. So I encourage everyone to you know get out there and make sure you get you you do that. Um, I think that's all I'm going to say for this. Um, you know, but I don't want to beat a dead horse. So uh, I have one more female to interview for. The, the women in law enforcement segment. And then I should probably, I'll probably shut that down. Um, a future episodes I've been requested to do one on jail staff, uh, correction staff 
and road cops or road deputies or road officers. Uh, there seems to be a big rift between, um, and if you don't have this at your department, it's great, but there seems to be a big giant hole between jail staff or correction staff versus, you know, people on the road. The jail staff seems to think they're more important than the cops think to, seem to think they're more important. Now, again, if you don't have this issue at your department, that is fabulous. Um, this person reached out to me and, and just asked if I would talk on it. I have worked on both sides. I've worked a couple years, uh, corrections, and I did not enjoy it, uh, but I did my job. And I, I, th I think that's attributed to me getting on the road because that's how my department hired you from. If you were a good jail officer or a good corrections officer, that's what you did. You got put on the road. So um, it's a difficult job, that's for sure. Uh, I always remember where I came from. I came from the jail. And I know how it was. I know how it was when I was there, and I don't know how the deputies treated me. But I always did as much as I could do for them because I wanted to be them. So uh, it's it's no different than, you know, you, you're a road guy, you want to be a detective. Or you're a chief deputy, you want to be a sheriff. Or you're the assistant chief, you want to be the chief. I, it's it's no different. You, you, you have goals, and you want to aspire those goals. You're going to try to do something to get to that goal. So, and I, again, I hope... All this helps. I, I I appreciate everyone listening to this. This the fan base has gotten absolutely huge uh, in so many other countries as well. Uh, people listen, and and this has grown way larger than I ever thought it was going to grow. Uh, again, the the uh, email. If you want to email me uh, an episode idea or something you want me to talk about, nightshiftcops410 at gmail dot com. And I will if I if I don't know anything about it, I'll research it. Uh, I'm an instructor and, and I've been taught to research items before I talk about them because there's nothing worse than stand up there and look like a dumbass or you stand up there and you read the PowerPoint and no one likes that. No one. I don't like it. I don't like it when somebody else does it. I think you should know what you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, then just keep it to yourself. There's no, no reason to, to spread the, the, this is this information. So <clears throat> again, I'm going to be doing a uh, a future episode here. I, it may be the next one on um, correction staff versus uh, road officers. And if this hits home to you or talks to you, then great. Um, it, it's, it is a topic. It is an important topic to lots of people. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and end everything uh, for today. Uh, again, I really appreciate everybody listening. Uh, it, it's, it, it has grown way larger than I thought it was going to. I hope to continue to keep doing these twice a month, but it's getting very hard. Summertime's coming. Uh, I'm going to have lots more training I have to do in teaching. So, uh, also, a possible career change not um, within the department, not uh, out of law enforcement. So, uh, we'll see what how that pans out. I may expose that later. But anyway, I, again, I appreciate 100% uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, if you have any, any questions or comments, uh, email nightshiftcops.com. 410 at gmail.com. All right, everybody stay safe.